Hi everybody, I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Canfield. Today is Friday, August 26, 2022. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers. So a couple of weeks, everybody, we talked about why college is so expensive. And today we're talking about the effects of expensive college. And that is that student loan debt is ginormous in the U.S. compared to anywhere else in the, in the world. It's, it's just much higher in the U.S. than anywhere else. Cumulatively in the U.S., we have $1.62 trillion worth of student loan debt. Um, that's nationwide. The Department of Education actually estimates that for the average graduate, the average graduate coming out of college now in 2022, they're going to graduate with an average of $25,000 in student loan debt. That's just a lot. That's a lot of debt. Um, and we're going to be discussing some some of the some of the things the the Biden administration is doing to to combat that. Americans have more student loans than any other type of debt other than mortgages. We're talking about credit card debt auto debt, anything besides mortgages, the U.S. Americans have more from student loans. And and this is why the government has decided that they're going to try and stop this. Biden on Wednesday announced that he would cancel $10,000 worth of student loans for individuals earning less than $125,000 per year, or if they're a member of a household or a couple with a combined $250,000 per year, less than that. They also will be giving out $20,000 for students with Pell Grants. Pell Grants are loans designed for low-income for low-income students to allow them to go to college. And so if they are a member, if they receive Pell Grants, then they can receive up to $20,000 in um, forgiveness for their debt. So that's the first half of his plan. And the second half of his plan is, is Biden is capping the monthly student loan payment at 5% of somebody's discretionary income. So uh, he, he's, that's down from 10% of, of discretionary income, which what, what, what it used to be. So now somebody, if they don't want to, they don't have to pay more than 5% of their, of their monthly income um, to student loan debt. And, and that's a big difference. The, it's estimated that that's going to decrease um, payments by up to $1,000 a month for the average American, which, which makes a big difference, though it still has to be paid off by some, by some, you know, at some point. So it's just going to ex- extend the, the date in which people are, are paying off their loans until... Um, and, and one of the other things Biden announced was that he was extending the student loan repayment pause until the end of 2022, until December 31st. And then repayments are going to once again begin in January 2023. They had originally been paused during the, the, the quarantine, the beginning of COVID pandemic. Then they were paused again to help stimulate the economy when there was the downturn. Um, and now I guess Biden's doing that again to also stimulate the economy because of the, you know, the inflation and, and the downturn. So uh, even if you know, people do have large amounts of student debt, they won't have to start repaying that until January 1st. What's interesting about this plan compared to other plans and other money the government has, has given the people is that this, this plan ha- follows what's called means testing. So one can only qualify for student loan forgiveness up to $10,000 if they are below the, the $125,000, you know, a year in income benchmark, or if they're a couple, $250,000 a year. But it, it takes into account somebody's means. And this is in contrast to, say, the SBA loans, the Small Business Association loans. 
in 2020 that helped businesses uh, during the quarantine. This was given to you know the vast majority of businesses. Any, anybody could get it. It did not take into account if you were struggling during the pandemic, um, how big your business was, etc. But this this student loan forgiveness is only for those making you know a below a, below a certain benchmark, um, and, and this is intended to help those who, who are going to struggle more with student loans. And part of the reason for this has to do with the fact that Biden didn't want to seem like he was just giving out taxpayer dollars to super wealthy individuals who didn't need the money. He wanted to make a cut. He he wanted to make a statement that he was only giving to a certain income. He decided that it was $125,000 per year. He had to make less than that. And that means that you were qualified to receive this student loan forgiveness. And this was because a lot of Republicans and opponents to this thought that Biden is just giving out money to people who have college degrees and they don't need this money and he should be giving this money to someone else who maybe didn't go to college or was a lot less wealthy. And so he had to make this he had so he felt like he had to make a distinction of where he had to cut the line and say, well, you have too much money. You shouldn't be getting this forgiveness. On the other hand, you have a lot of Democrats who say Biden didn't go as far as he should have gone. So Democrats like Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, they think student debt should be wiped out completely or student debt should at least be forgiven up to $50,000, which is, you know, that's a lot of money. If the average college student is only coming out with about $25,000 in student, student loan debt, uh, $50,000 is, is double that for the, mo- the more extreme cases. Bernie, Warren, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren say that Biden should have gone a- and given more forgiveness. But some people say that we shouldn't be fixing this problem by just giving out some money to some people, and that might help them. But, you know, there are a lot of people who have much more than ten dollars or $20,000 of debt. They have hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. And so they say that we should be cutting off this problem at the source, that college shouldn't be so expensive. What we talked about in the last few episodes, what we, what we talked about a few episodes ago, was that college in the U.S. is so much more expensive than in other places. And so people are saying that college should be lowered, the, pri- the, price, for, the price for college should be lowered, and that people shouldn't have to take out mass amounts of money from loans and then put themselves in debt for their entire lives. They shouldn't just be able, they shouldn't have to do this. There shouldn't be a system where they have to get forgiveness from the government for loans. They shouldn't have the loans in the first place. What's interesting actually about the, the need for forgiveness is it, it, when college was cheaper, the government uh, used to cover a lot more of, of student of student loans than they do now. So in, in 1980, Pell Grants, which were the government grants for lower-income students um, so they could attend college, the, the, these Pell Grants covered about 80% of the cost of a, a four-year public college. Now they, they, don't, they, they, they compromise about a third of the cost of a, a four-year public college. So the government is, 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 is contributing less to, to student loan um, and is giving less money out in these Pell Grants. So students have to turn elsewhere. And often elsewhere to banks to, to other institutions that are that are lending are not going to be as forgiving um ab- about paying back and they're going to charge higher rates so that's why it's important to bring down college prices so the the government will be paying for from so students will be taking more debt from the government rather than from private banks or private institutions which are going to they're more likely to, to screw the little man screw the student now the question is how much will this actually cost and while the White House doesn't know exactly how much this, is co- this will cost because they're waiting to see who actually signs up for this, many economists have calculated that this could cost more than $300 billion in the first year. 
this is a huge amount of money that the government is losing and now they say that they're going to be able to afford this because these are this is already money that has been given and so by canceling the debt they aren't actually taking out any new money that's already it's already money that's been spent so they're saying that they can afford this by things like cutting back on costs um, they said that they, they didn't want to admit that they would have to raise taxes but many people are saying that they might increase some taxes um, and another reason why Biden is doing this is political reasons. Part, the midterms are coming up soon for the Democrats, and a large part, a large majority of their constituents find that this problem is of huge importance to them. Many young people are struggling with student loan debt, and they feel like their politicians should solve this problem, and that they, and that they wanted this forgiveness. And so Biden, a lot of people are saying that this is an easy win for Biden, that this can maybe um, increase his approval rating, or if not his, then can make that this can make Democrats as a whole look better before the midterm elections. So I'm going to challenge that real quickly. Um, and, and the reason is, is because when you give all this money out, uh, you're funneling cash out of the economy that is being taken from other places that the government could be investing. And this is maybe be slowing economic recovery. We're in a downturn. The economy's down. It could be slowing the economic recovery. Some say it could even be increasing inflation. And one of the, if not the biggest thing voters vote on, is the economy, is you know their paychecks, is how far their dollar goes in the grocery store and, and at the gas station. So if the economy continues to go bad and, and can, if the economy continues to be sour and the, the constituents that Biden's trying to appease with this new program still struggle at the gas pump and still struggle you know, at the grocery store, maybe this program will not have gone as far and the money could have used, been used elsewhere to help the, the, the people. And it's not just Republicans who are criticizing this. Many Democrats um, are fearing the economic consequences that could come from this debt forgiveness. Jason Furman, who was a former economist um, for President Obama, said that this would un that this forgiveness would unnecessarily provide tens of thousands of dollars to many high-income households in a way that goes well beyond even what he, that's Biden, promised in the heat of a Democratic primary when the problem facing the country was low inflation, not high inflation. So basically... Biden, he, this was one of his things that he promised during um, his candidacy for presidency. Now he is, he's, and now he is actually um, staying true to his word and, and doing this. However, we're in a state of huge inflation, and a lot of economists are saying that because we're putting more money into the, um, out into the public, people are going to be spending more, and this will increase inflation and make the problem even worse. So we're going to have to wait and see how it goes at the polls um, on, I think, November 2nd, I believe, is voting day. And we're going to see if, if these plans and some other last-minute things Biden pulls out of his pocket, um, if, if that helps the Democrats do well in the midterm elections. Um, some estimates say, some predictions say they may struggle in, in certain key states. So we're going to have to wait and see how the election turns out. This will bring a close to this week's episode of The Young Perspective. We want to thank each and every one of you for listening. And remember to check out our Instagram, the underscore young underscore perspective. Or check out our website where you can listen to our episodes and see more of us, the, the youngperspective.net. And remember to keep listening every week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, this was The Young Perspective.